We all make judgments based on what we feel is important to us in life. We hold certain values and principles or standards of behavior that tend to influence our decisions and actions that we take, whether consciously or unconsciously. And these values, whether good or bad, may have been acquired over a period of time from maybe our society or our family. And these tend to influence how we lead. You may be aware that there are so many leadership styles, but in this episode, we're going to be looking at becoming a value-based leader. Welcome to another episode of the Chit Chat in a Quarter podcast. I am so excited to bring you this content today. Before we go into today's material, I would like to take a moment to thank every single listener in Germany and Australia. There are thousands of you who stream this content from these two countries and I am so grateful that you would take time out of your busy schedule to listen to the content. Thank you all so very much. In other episodes, I'll be giving special shout outs to other countries where there are listeners. And if you haven't already done so, take a moment to leave a review, subscribe to the podcast, and more importantly, share this content with your friends and your family, your community. It does a lot with gaining exposure of this useful material. Whether we realize this or not, our values would influence our decisions and our actions. As an example, if I say I value quality time and healthy relationship with my family, that would influence the way I spend my time and resources. So rather than spend money on a material thing, I might spend that on a family experience. Rather than stay at home and watch television or play video game, I might decide to do a bike ride with the family or I might decide to have a movie night or seek out activities that brings the family together and allows us the opportunity to keep communicating and building healthy relationships. So for us to be value-based leaders, we must first be value-based individuals. It's that idea of we cannot lead others until we lead ourselves. And the same is true with being a value-based leader. We cannot lead others from values that we do not hold ourselves. So the very first thing we need to do is identify what we stand for. What are your values? What do you stand for? Who are you? What are the guiding principles within their boundaries that you make your decisions and your actions based on? That is the very first thing you and I need to do in becoming a value-based individual and ultimately a value-based leader. We must first identify what are our values. Now, this may sound a bit complex. You might ask, well, Iroro, how do I actually determine my value? Well, it's very simple. What do your actions reveal about the things you hold dear? Review your actions and see a pattern of behavior. If, for example, I say I value respect and honor for others, but then looking at my decision process and my actions, I am constantly rude and disrespectful, disregarding others, their opinions, their feelings, their thoughts. It's obvious at that point to me that whilst I may say I value respect and honor for others, my actions actually reveal my actual principles. And that is a way for you and me 
to identify what our values currently are. Have a review of the decisions you've made recently and the actions that you've taken and look for the trend. What is the trend? Success or failure always leaves a clue. What is the trend that has influenced and governed those decisions and those actions? So the very first thing is we need to identify our values. What do you stand for? What do I stand for? And how we do that is by reviewing and assessing our decisions and our actions and looking for the trend. The third thing that we need to do is be willing and intentional in confronting those values that we are not proud of. We have to be willing. We have to be bold to confront those values that you and I are not proud of. And I've got no problem being transparent here, but I'll give you an example. I've always wanted to succeed. That's always been my drive and that hasn't changed. However, as a younger man, I did not value playing fair. As long as I succeeded, it really did not matter at whose expense I was succeeding. It really did not matter who was being damaged and who was being left behind as long as I got what I felt I needed. Obviously, you grow and you mature and hopefully we realize that that is not the right way to live. I've reached the point where I realized that we all can win. I don't have to win at your expense and you don't have to win at my expense. We can collectively win. And so I had to confront that value of self-centeredness, of very myopic, my, 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 and move away from a me-centered to a we-centered mindset. Was it comfortable? No. Was it enjoyable? No. But ultimately, right now, it's more beneficial because whilst others may play dirty, whilst others may not play fair, I have the value to remain fair and to play by the rules and seek ways that we all can collectively win. What that does for me is gives me a peace of mind. So when I make a decision or I take an action, not that I'm perfect, none of us are, but at least I could go home and sleep well at night knowing that I acted to the best of my ability and with all integrity and with the best of intentions. And that's key for me because that peace of mind is worth more than any amount of success. You and I need to be intentional to confront those values that we are not proud of. Another value that we hold in my family is respect, respect for one another. My children were part of creating this family value that hangs on the wall in our dining room. One day I took my son to football practice. And whilst I was on the sidelines with the other dads and moms having a pleasant conversation, as you do, I heard the coach call out to my son a few times. Now, this was very unusual because normally he goes in, his head down, focus, practice, and, you know, it, it's all good. But on this occasion, he was called out a few times and I looked over and I realized that he was not upholding our family value. He was being disrespectful 
to two of the coaches. Being respectful of the setup and the structure and process in place, I gently approached one of the coaches and asked if it was okay for my son to be called over to me so I could have a quiet word. When he came over, I told him very clearly that his actions were violating our values as a family. And whilst it's easy for me to say that to my son, I need to apply that same measurement to me. If I am being disrespectful to others, I need to be bold and willing to apologize and to check myself and say, this is not in line with the values that you hold. So be bold, be intentional to confront those values that you are not proud of. The fourth thing is to remind yourself of the values that you hold. Mutter it, write it down, whatever you must do to ingrain that in your heart, not just having it on a piece of paper, but really have that embedded in your heart. Do it. I must respect. If that is a value you have, I will respect others. I will treat others fairly. I would show love to others or I would be compassionate to others. Hey, I would work hard and be diligent in my work. Whatever your values may be, repeat that over and over and over again till it moves from it being just words on a piece of paper to being life engraved in your heart. So as we draw this to an end, let's recap. To become value-based leaders, we must first be value-based individuals. It's that idea of taking the speck out of our own eyes before we attempt to help others take the plank from theirs. The second thing we will do is we would identify our values. And we do this by reviewing our decisions and our actions to seeing what trend it reveals. What is the pattern of behavior? We're then going to challenge and change those values that we are not proud of. Be proactive, be intentional, be bold to address those things that we are not happy about. Remember, values are things that we've acquired over time. They are learned and therefore can be changed and unlearned and relearned. And finally, we're going to write these down, not so much on a piece of paper, not so that we can just recite them as nice, cute recitals, but we are really intentional in writing that on the tablets of our heart so that being a value-based individual is who we are rather than what we do. If you've had any value from this episode, please leave a review, share this content with your friends and your family. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. It's so easy. You just hit that subscribe button. Until the next episode, thank you so much for spending this time with me. We've been chit-chatting in a quarter. Thank you.